0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And now it is time for another edition of Nature Boy Brandon Vick's Movie Talk.
0: Happy evening, everybody. Brandon's box office in your mouth is
1: here. Presented by SobrosNetwork.com. Hey there, moviegoers. Welcome in to a brand new episode of Brandon's Box Office in Your Mouth, where we talk about the movies.
0: Damn, that was nice. Did you like
1: that? Did you like that? Woo, that was smooth. Been working on it. Oh, uh, I am. That was
0: like a movie phone,
1: dude. <laughs> I am the host of uh, Brandon's Box Office in Your Mouth, the editor-in-chief at SoBrosNetwork.com, Big Natural, Stoney Keeley. You can follow me on Twitter at Stony Keely. Follow us collectively at SoBrosNetwork on all major social media platforms. Check out all of our work at SoBrosNetwork.com, including our extensive library of the Nature Boy, Brandon Vick's movie reviews. Brandon, starting to get hot here in Tennessee. I know. How are you feeling today? You all right? I
0: feel all right. There's still a breeze going, mm-hmm, and I wore mm-hmm. super short short, so that's good. That's yeah. always good. Yeah. Well, it's Monday. <laughs> Might as well get that get that breeze blowing through up in my chooch. You. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you always know when it's when it's the summertime in the Sobro Studio. Because we just start to sweat under this hot, yeah. ass light.
0: I'm not. I'm not feeling it right now. No, I feel. I feel good.
1: Maybe I just I mean, got out of the shower.
0: My like 15 minutes might be dumping water on my head, but right now <laughs> I feel great. Well, how
1: can our listeners <clears throat> or viewers get in touch with you on social media?
0: Hashtag Vixflip. <laughs> well, first let's start with that, Sir Brandon because that's my Twitter handle. <laughs> <laughs> then you can look up hashtag Vixflix for all my latest. Uh, reviews and you know other movie nonsense
1: well you just saw godzilla king of the monsters i did you gave it a three I out did. of five on did. hashtag vix yeah. what's your what's your take on the current state of the theaters right now what's out now throw out some recommendations if if there's anything you'd have people see
0: um well if you haven't already john wick chapter three
1: john wick chapter three it which is there's awesome. we do have a live review On our YouTube channel. That's right,
0: that's right. And um, that was part of the Subaru, who? The Subaru Subaru. classic. (laughs) The Sobros go to the movies. Yeah, fun day. That was an awesome, that was an awesome movie. Uh, There's one that's not getting a lot of love, but um, critics alike uh, love it. And I'm one of them. It's called Booksmart. Booksmart. It's kind of the, you could say it's the female super band. Okay. But it's super funny. The music's awesome. Olivia Wilde, I don't know if people are familiar with her. She, uh, this is her first time. Her first feature film as a director, and she she nails it. Speaking of nailing, Jason Sudeikis is nailing that. Oh, I, uh, I just
1: thought, I just thought, did I just pull a booger out of my nose? Know.
0: You, just, you know we're on sitting video, there,
1: sitting there on camera with just like a fucking booger on my mustache. Spirit,
0: ah, <laughs> hide, stupid studio. <laughs> Can't wait till yes. we get out
1: of this fucking apartment.
0: But John Wick chapter three, book smart. Um, those are the ones that I would recommend. Um, I haven't seen Rocket Man yet, but that might be one. Okay, okay. I mean, it's got Elton John and music and dudes, <laughs> dudes loving dudes. You know. Well. So, but I'll find out. I'm seeing that this week. Nice. I'm pretty nice. pumped.
1: When can we expect your uh, Vixflix rating for that?
0: Um. I'm praying a couple days. A couple days? And it'll be on okay. my... I'm trying to save, you know, my terse Twitter reviews. I'm at volume 30 That's already. That's
1: amazing. That's amazing. I'm probably
0: going to have that one on there as well. But yeah, yeah. in the next couple of days, sure.
1: All right, well, X-Men Dark Phoenix is yeah. coming out this week. It's why we're gathered here today. Yeah, five people are pumped. to To talk about this X-Men universe that is... Not a part of the MCU, which we've lauded heavily on Brandon's box office in your mouth before. That's it's right. great. Did you just toot?
0: No. I thought I, I really did. something. That really was my shoe. Okay. okay. That's true. I promise. You, know, you nor the audience will smell a thing. So, <laughs> trust me.
1: Marvel Studios has been on a roll with the MCU for a long time, making classic after classic. We're going to talk about... <laughs> and then I, Thor 2. Totally, I totally lost my train of thought.
0: Well, I think what you're trying to say is yeah. this is the last X Men movie before Marvel takes over. Yeah. My guess is is that everybody. I mean, I'm sure they're going to recast everyone. I, I can't see so. people like James McAvoy, and Michael Fassbender joining it. I think it's going to be different. Which it probably should be. I mean, everyone's getting their. I mean, they've this Dark Phoenix is their fourth movie, so I mean it's time to move on.
1: On the surface, I say X Men franchise. What do you think? What's the first word that comes to mind?
0: Um, Wolverine.
1: Wolverine. Yeah.
0: Je- I mean, I can't think of. I mean, if if I you know if Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man is is the face of Marvel, then Hugh Jackman as Wolverine is definitely the face of the X Men. And I you know he hasn't even been in all of them. It doesn't matter. <laughs>
1: This might be a hot take, but uh, I would say underwhelming. I think. Oh, there you are thought some of a,
0: like an actual word <laughs> to describe it. I, oh, all right. I yeah. think there are okay.
1: some, some bad X-Men movies yeah. Yeah. In, in this uh, franchise.
0: Yeah, I think they underwhelm. I don't know. I don't know if that's as much of a hot take as you might think. I think it's because it's, it's, car- it's gone on quite a bit. And even with Dark Phoenix, I don't think there's there's a huge amount of excitement. I've, and part of it is because the last time they did this Dark Phoenix story, people hated it Next yeah, men it The bad. Last Stand. it was bad. So I think this probably doesn't make anyone be like, oh, well, you know what? That's, but I don't know. Maybe it's worth retelling again. I think Find out.
1: Just as an aside, I think we should include Deadpool because I forgot they've actually got like... The fucking house and of, um, Colossus yeah. and all that in there.
0: All right, fine. Boy, just change. Compl- it
1: does complicate things a little. Not
0: bit. not my absolute favorite X Men movie. It doesn't complicate that. Yeah. But but all right, we'll include it. Should we should we tell people what we're we're we I mean we're we're going to talk about the X Men. Yeah, we're, we're going to talk
1: about our favorites. We're going to talk about each X Men trilogy, the first one, the second one, and then the Wolverine trilogy, and the two Deadpool movies. Okay. Is what, what's considered... In under in, 10 minutes. What, what's, <laughs> what's considered in this universe. All started in the year 2000. We get God. the first X-Men movie. Hard to believe it's almost been 20 years. That's uh, amazing. Of this franchise. Do you re- even remember at the time what you thought when this movie was coming out? I remember being kind of skeptical about it because well, I was also like 14 years old and I thought... Oh Wolverine doesn't have his costume from the comic books. That's stupid.
0: I remember I remember thinking it would be cool. Yeah. And but I I and I don't think I even had a problem like I mean obviously, like you said being 14 so like I sat back and thought I just don't know if Hugh Jackman fella has the chops to go and be <laughs> but I thought everybody actually looked cool. I yeah. know it was a thing where it's not the, like, you know, our action figures, they didn't quite look like that. No, That's no, what I wanted, saber boys. Sabretooth, kind of. Yeah. Kind of yeah. did. Um, Patrick Stewart did make a wonderful Professor X, even from the very first movie. Yeah. And I did, I one thing I absolutely loved was in McKellen as McNeado. Yeah. I
1: good. think I
0: went around school saying, you, sh- you had the, what was it? Um,
1: you should have killed me when, when you had, had the, the chance. Charles. Yeah, do the quote again without me. I was no,
0: no, no. You had to help. No, no. Go you ahead. You should have killed me when you had the chance, Charles.
1: That's great. Spot on, Ian. And which,
0: which movie? Okay, uh, which movie did I have that Magneto helmet made out of a kickball? That's that I think one of our friends made. Do you remember that?
1: <laughs> no, you don't. Someone. Yes. Someone made a magneto helmet out of a kickball.
0: Yes. Oh, you were there.
1: That, that sounds like something our friend Matt didn't
0: you? D- I think it was. I mean, maybe it was for the Last Stand. It could but have we been. went, and I literally put it on, and I think we went somewhere after. Yeah, but it was actually pretty sweet. That's cool. I, th- that's a good I thought story. you did something with Wolverine that day. I wasn't the only one dressed up.
1: No, our buddy Taylor was Wolverine. Oh, that's Had the what aluminum it was. Foil claws. Yeah, yeah. I think I had joked about going as Beast and painting myself blue, and I never yeah. did. I dress up for Miami Vice, though. That's true. And they wouldn't what let me in. What a classic. <laughs> they wouldn't let me in for free,
0: even though they let all these motherfuckers yeah. in for free,
1: and they dress up like Superman and I, shit.
0: I, I don't want to get off on a rant, but I've never been to a movie where I think there was, what, eight of us? Yeah. And literally, you could split us right down the middle of people who liked it and who didn't. Yeah. There wasn't one person who left thought I thought it was all right. It was like no, it was boring. It was too long, dumb. Yeah. I was like, I thought it was cool.
1: Yeah. So worth dressing up for.
0: Where does that fall in your X Men favorites? <laughs> so we're gonna. I talk- believe Colin Farrell was Wolverine, if I'm not <laughs> mistaken. <laughs> we're
1: gonna talk about the X Men franchise and Miami Vice. <laughs> I'm just gonna add Miami Vice in there. I I thought the first X Men was pretty good. It was kind of watching it again recently. It kind of um, feels like one of those early two thousand superhero. See, movies.
0: I feel like it. Won't, it doesn't age well. It but doesn't that,
1: really age well. But the nostalgia, yeah, and
0: it's, it's not fair because they were fine. They were. I mean, they were just finding their footing, and and look what it built.
1: Mm-hmm. I think
0: the main thing is, is that movie made it to where twenty years, twenty years down the line, they're yeah. still making them, yeah. and Marvel will take over, and they'll still make them. So,
1: one thing that stands out watching it again. Is that there's a lot of villains, because they do, like, the Brotherhood thing with Magneto, and then Toad, and Sabretooth, oh, yeah. and Mystique, and I feel like I'm I'm missing one.
0: I, me- I remember them. I forgot Toad was in it. Yeah. Sabretooth, and Magneto, and Mystique, I feel like, have always been around here, though. Sabretooth actually didn't come back up until with the Wolverine movie, because, uh, what's his I- name? I think,
1: yeah, Leo Schreiber yeah, played him. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um... Yeah, I forgot about Toad and stuff, though. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that is weird. Was so, Juggernaut in it? Juggernaut no, not was not,
1: no. So you,
0: you think I would research before we do this, but no, I, no. I just like to guess.
1: <laughs> Me too. <laughs> we got our list on Box Office Mojo. That's all you need. That's all you need. So you fast forward three years, 2003, X2, X-Men United comes out. In my opinion, if we're talking about that original trilogy, this is the best one.
0: I, I remember liking X2 quite a bit, and it was it was a sequel that actually built on what they started. Yeah. Like, it wasn't just a repeat of the first one, and I'm trying to think, is that when Magneto, was that when Magneto, they don't join forces? I don't, I don't believe
1: think so. I, it's been because a while I know since I've seen that one. I
0: know Magneto is, is trapped in that glass thing the glass when they first thing. show yeah. up. Um. But I, I do remember liking that one. It was not disappointed. That's
1: uh, the one with William Stryker in it.
0: Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brian Cox plays William Stryker. Mm-hmm. And um, it was, I, I liked that one. I yeah. thought it kind of upped the ante a little bit on that.
1: Surprised looking back now, just seeing what some of these Marvel movies made over the course of the MCU. These X Men movies, 157 million, 214 million. It seems like chump change. Which so much the say, superhero genre does now. Oh,
0: absolutely. Oh, yeah. Um, but some would say that, you know, with inflation that hundred and fifty seven million in two thousand mm-hmm. would probably I mean You take it? Yeah. I mean I think you'd probably that number would be higher this in this day and age. But but yeah, I mean that's what that's what's crazy is it's not like superheroes were always real cool. I mean I know, you had I know. you had phases in Dark Knight trilogy, I think was the last one before Marvel came along where like people were pumped. Yeah. But um but yeah, the numbers are are kind of um, a little bit of a uh, lackluster when you think of like what, what Marvel does every single time they release a movie
1: so 2006 they wrap up that original trilogy with X-Men The Last Stand I don't really ugh, I don't nice I don't really remember a whole lot about the last one other than I, I mean I've only watched it a handful of times maybe just yeah. remember thinking this is the most disappointing way you could end this series
0: yeah was, was I I I couldn't tell you the details. I do remember they played with that Dark Phoenix character, and then the way that it went out, and like how you know, I mean, Halle Berry was Storm. I mean, they had some they had some cool appeal, but yeah, it was. I remember thinking was it was it was a pretty big mess. Yeah, like it seemed like they were they they were going to end it. They weren't going to make another one, but the way they did it, and it wasn't even like part of the main story. Like it was a sub like a, a subplot, and I don't know. It was. It was weird. It it was almost like you, they should have just made two more movies if they were going to try and. Yeah. They definitely um, they're definitely in over their head on that one. And then, that one, I mean that trilogy was not. It's a shame because I, like you said, X two actually was, was so I'm sure I'm, people were excited, but yeah they they dropped the ball on that one.
1: So 2009, they start these essentially what are spinoffs. They do the X Men Origins Wolverine. It was rumored at one point that it was going to be X-Men Origins, Magneto, and they were going to do a series of these over the individual characters. I don't know what put a halt to that officially, but this Wolverine movie sucked ass.
0: <laughs> that may... You and may I, have answered I, your question.
1: I, I'm thinking that's probably what yeah, did it.
0: You're probably right. But... Um, I think what a lot of people remember from that one is that's when Ryan Reynolds first was Deadpool. Yeah. And he didn't talk.
1: <laughs> and they, they sewed his mouth shut.
0: Yeah. So um, that was very disappointing. That Gambit was. Gambit was
1: disappointing in that movie, too.
0: Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah. he was even in that. It was a well, that character that a, a lot him. of
1: people wanted in the X Men universe for a long time. You finally oh, get it, yeah and it's it just oh, that was
0: disappointing. I mean, that's I didn't even remember he was in it. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. know, Channing Tatum's been working on a Gambit movie forever, and I think that's falling apart.
1: Yeah, it so sounds so like it's it. It's
0: amazing what some, but he used to be one of my favorites too. I remember his action figure to this day, it was pretty cool. But uh, but yeah, no, I that was really disappointing. And Hugh Jackman, God bless him, as the Wolverine, but that there was no, he he couldn't have saved that, yeah, if his life depended on it. So maybe it from- did.
1: From there, from there, they essentially do a reboot. You yeah. start getting the James McAvoy, Michael Fassbender, X-Men movies. Starts with so X-Men they, First Class in 2011.
0: So 2006, and then they waited about five years before they were going to do a whole other one. And yeah. I will say, right off the bat, the casting and everything worked. James mm-hmm. McAvoy and Michael Fassbender have been the heart and soul of these kind of rebooted um Jennifer movies. Lawrence's mystique. Jennifer and, and they got her and Nicholas Holt when they weren't like yeah. it was kind of before she shot to fame Nicholas Holt with Mad Max and everything else. Um so it was really I I really liked that one. And Kevin Bacon as the villain I thought was awesome. Yeah. That whole story was I thought was a, was really good and it was off to a strong start. I yeah. I have that one. It was really it was thoroughly entertaining for sure.
1: Twenty thirteen they come out with the Wolverine, so it's almost as if they've now got two stories going parallel: one with Wolverine flying solo, the other with the X Men uh, in the past. Right, right, right. What did you think of that Wolverine movie?
0: Well, it was better than Origins. I, would I mean, agree. take that for what agree. it's worth. But I don't think um, it would have been
1: hard to beat it. Right. But it was.
0: Um, this whole Silver Samurai thing I thought was cool. Yeah. That kind of brought me back to um well our childhood cuz I yeah. that was a very early on X-Men figure I think I had
1: what about the <sighs> twist just to to dive into the comic side of things which we don't do too often on Brandon's box office in your mouth what do you think about the the decision they made to change it and have Silver Samurai be this giant robot
0: I didn't mind it I didn't mind it either <laughs> <clears throat> I and you know what it was once it happened I thought oh that's what like cuz I yeah. I don't know if it would have worked if somebody was just dressed as him <laughs> to fight. Like for yeah. somebody that we have grown up with, and there's so much complicated shit behind Wolverine that I feel like that Silver Samurai needed to be something different in order to make it believable. Of that, if they're going to do this, um, you know, this ultimate showdown.
1: So at this point, they're on a pretty good roll with first class, the Wolverine. Days of Future Past. I remember not being as good as First Class, but still being
0: still good, pretty
1: good, and thinking, okay, they.
0: And this is when they combine yeah. some of the older ones when Hugh Jackman kind of comes back and right and um, I thought it was it was a little maybe too much all at once, but the way that they went back and did it, it still it still held my attention. You're right, it wasn't First Class, but there's a lot of things in Days of Future Past that that I liked and a lot of it is the characters and James McAvoy Michael Fassbender they're building on that one and then you've got Ian McKellen and um Patrick Stewart and Hugh Jackman so they're kind of combining the best of both worlds um the story obviously is was is a was a little lacking um in in a, in a few things but uh still I still would say, I mean, two out of two, you know, because, again, you know it's leading up to to something more. So, but, yeah, I I was pretty happy with it.
1: After seven years of lobbying to get the character right, in 2016, Ryan Reynolds finally gets the Deadpool proper movie out there. And it's pretty good. We debated whether or not you would include it in the X-Men franchise, but ultimately decided to do it because... There are some character overlap right. it's it technically exists in the same right. universe, and especially but, when you get
0: into the sequel because there's a there's more of that, and then you you know with juggernaut and stuff as well so
1: Deadpool is the biggest earner out of this entire franchise three hundred sixty three million dollars uh twenty sixteen coming off the heels of four pretty good movies at this point they're starting to get get a little get a little mojo going yeah.
0: Well, in Deadpool they it became edgier. Yeah. Now they were gonna push the limit on it on the character, but as Ryan Reynolds proved that there are some that you, you must have an R rating. Deadpool wouldn't be half the movie, it wouldn't be half as successful if they did PG thirteen. Yeah. But I think I it's not quite surprising that it's the highest grossing of these because one, they, you already had fans pissed. Yeah. from early on with mm-hmm. that origin the movie in 09. And then Ryan Reynolds kept saying he's building on it, he's trying to get it and you you kind of hear behind the scenes stuff what he's doing and then the marketing was was great. Yeah. The stuff that he did I and know. the thing where he's laying on the I mean it and then it was the Deadpool that people have been wanting to see since I'm sure they probably heard about the the yeah. just the prospect of it in Origins. Mm-hmm. So, and Ryan Reynolds nailed it. I mean, he he has become one of the top Actors, because he took something and he took his time, and then it was—I mean, it came out in February, yeah. And it was a—it was a monster hit. Saw so it.
1: that was my Valentine's date with my girlfriend that which year,
0: which makes perfect sense.
1: Deadpool and at the Roxy in Lebanon and Demises. Oh, no.
0: <clears throat> that now that does <laughs> uh,
1: so—that'd
0: get me pregnant.
1: <laughs> We're feeling pretty good, like we've talked about a few Hell good yeah. movies in, in a row.
0: We've almost three, forgotten about the Last Stand in Origins.
1: Three three months after Deadpool <clears> comes out, we get the absolute bomb <laughs> that was X Men Apocalypse.
0: Yeah,
1: Brandon, why why can't they <clears throat> why can't they get the story and these characters right?
0: Uh, you know what? I really I I don't know. Like I I feel like every time they want to. Do something epic, yeah. So to me, ap- Apocalypse is kind of your Thanos, sort of speak. For the yeah, I, I
1: would agree to that.
0: Problem is, is that the build up are completely the build ups between those two are completely different. And yeah. um, you know, I thought Oscar Isaac, I thought it was, I thought it was cool when they were showing stuff, but then, oh, I mean, it is. I don't know. I mean, it's mind-boggling on how you can get such again such an incredible cast but the story just and again, I'm not going based off comics. I don't I don't know what the hell they say yeah. in the comics, but yeah. oh my lord, that was that was a huge disappointment that year.
1: It was and just the character itself, Apocalypse just kind of looked cartoonish. Like it yeah. looked like it belonged in those early two thousand superhero right. movies. He would have
0: been great in the X Men 2 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. something yeah. like yeah. that. But yeah. in
1: twenty sixteen, right? With as much as the genre had evolved at that point,
0: very good point.
1: It, it was it was bad. Yeah. It, it was laughably bad.
0: Yeah, no, it was. And they and it. I'm really, I am shocked that the new one is being made. But I am too. I, but I know that. Um, well, we'll get into it. I, I read a story why. Um, Dark Phoenix was able to come together, and why you got the cast, but we'll go over that in a little bit. But yes, it so, was it. Of all the characters in Apocalypse, boy, was that the that was that was really mishandled and all the way around.
1: Really, what they did with Magneto in that movie too, just it, it just felt weird. Yeah. It just felt odd. Yeah, and, and just from from beginning to end, it, the movie just felt. Kind of half-assed. Yeah. Kind of just, hey, here's all these cool mutants together. I hope you enjoy it.
0: I, th- I think that's it. I think a lot of times, and that's what Marvel, I give so much credit for, is like it's, it's star-studded stuff. But it's not, if the story sucks, and it's just a waste of talent. And that's, yeah. what, that's what the apocalypse uh, certainly felt like.
1: Yeah. So then they go, <laughs> again, it's so weird how inconsistent and hit or miss this whole franchise has been. Because they go from X Men Apocalypse a year later, we get Logan, which I would put it up there probably top five superhero movies of all time. Oh yeah,
0: it, it, it was, was my favorite film of that year.
1: That's it's c- my crazy to think favorite yeah.
0: X Men movie. Yeah, it was as as much as Ryan Reynolds carried Deadpool to the finish line mm-hmm. with, and finally got it the R rated made. It also cleared the way. There where Hugh Jackman can finally get his rough-ass, gritty Wolverine. So good. Wolverine that he, and I mean, God, does it pay off. Him and Patrick uh, Patrick Stewart and him, I hope they never play those characters again, because I've never seen such a stunning movie that literally is almost perfect in its storytelling to let it be exactly what it is and to leave it alone
1: just it's so gritty and emotional oh yeah from beginning to end it is just you watch that movie and you feel drained at the end of it
0: and it and you talk about the genres evolved well finally you see that so is Hugh Jackman's Wolverine yeah exactly. we have finally gotten like broke that wall Mm kind of broke the barrier on what, on, on who Wolverine is, yeah. and it makes sense for Hugh Jackman to be, to be at that point, to be at that mm-hmm. place, and um it's, I mean, it, it's amazing, I, it's, it is absolute one of the best ones I've ever seen, but, you know, I think what happens is, is I think you have, you have the ones that's kind of like, where Ryan Reynolds, Hugh Jackman, they know these characters, they've shaped them, and they, they're the ones that kind of get stuff done, but... You've got, you know, the directors of Logan and Deadpool know what they are. And they have, I mean, they're shoulder to shoulder with the, with the star who is, yeah. who's bringing yeah. these characters to life. But then you have, like, Brian Singer, who's done way too many X-Men movies in the first place. That's how you kind of get, like, an X-Men apocalypse and things like that. You get it, you know. But I will say, James Mangold did do, him and Hugh Jackman did do one of the Wolverine movies. Okay. <clears throat> because of that they decided that Logan is the way that it needs to be. So they fought for the rated-R Wolverine story that had yeah. to be told. So sometimes it's learning from your mistakes and making sure that's the story of Deadpool, of that. that's the story of Logan, yeah. and they're two of the very best that um, superheroes have had to offer. Not, I'm, not X-Men, superheroes. All, all together,
1: all yeah. in all. So then last May we get Deadpool 2, that's where we're at leading into Dark Phoenix this weekend. Deadpool 2 might not be a popular opinion, but I thought it was every bit as good as the first one. Same humor, same sort of violence. I love Josh
0: Brolin as Cable. I I really loved him, and I love Domino. Yeah, Domino. Beats. She she did good. I thought this Juggernaut was pretty damn I, good. I did, too. I like that one. Um, the one thing for me is, and it's not even... It's really no one's fault, but... When Deadpool comes out, it's so new, it's yeah. fresh, yeah. it's something you haven't seen. It's something you've been wanting, and man, it works. The only problem that I feel like the sequel was 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 good, but not as good as the good, but not great like the first one is because you have you had a couple more characters, you tell that story, and now that's always a good thing. But the humor, the violence, and stuff, and his kind of in your face, kind of talking to the camera, to the audience, breaking that you know fourth wall is um it just it doesn't hit you the same way Mm -hmm. because you just saw it a couple years ago yeah i it's really no one's fault because if it didn't have it yeah if it didn't have it to be like well what the hell yeah but for me it was one that it's you you don't get that first experience again and with a sequel that's just how it goes but i i agree cable and everything that story i'm so glad they brought yeah i'm so glad they brought him into that
1: so, 11 movies we've summarized, talked about. As a whole, what do you think they've done right with these X-Men movies? Where did they get it right? And what do you think they need to improve?
0: Well, I mean, I, I think it's kind of what we've talked about. It's kind of... It's being able to get that story and the character right. Not yeah. as, shove as many characters as possible. Because their storytelling is, what, is what's the problem. You can have so many great special effects. You know, Apocalypse had a lot... Of special yeah, effects work, it but it doesn't mean anything, mm-hmm. and I think that's where they fall. Is that there's that emotional connection that you get with kind of Deadpool, you you undoubtedly get with Logan, mm-hmm. but you don't like Apocalypse, you don't, it doesn't, it's not there, it's but not then there. First Class, no. you, you kind of do because it takes you back to the originals and how it and how they got the there. The relationship
1: between Charles and Erp. Professor X and Mystique. I can't remember Mystique. Right, real and name. then,
0: but, but also with Magneto and, yeah. and and Charles. And so, it those is that's what counts. And I think they lose sight of that a lot. Yeah, and I think, and honestly, some of these Wolverine's I think seem like a good idea. Some of it just seems like you're cashing out on the name and the story. again the the story is seems like it never can catch up to yeah. these iconic characters. But yeah. I will say when they do. And again, I will use Logan and Deadpool's examples. I mean, when it works, it, it works. Yeah. So, so
1: the logically, <clears throat> the next question is, from what you've seen, from what you've read, heard, do you think they're going to be able to capture that sort of emotion and connection in Dark Phoenix? Or are you anticipating this this series, this franchise to just kind of fizzle out?
0: you know i I might be one of the few, but I actually have high hopes for this one really and there's a few reasons expect <clears throat> my expectations aren't through the roof by any means mm-hmm. and as you said the the anticipation the excitement it, it it's it's not like with. I mean, it's kind of unfair to compare it to Endgame, but it's not like people are dying to see it. And yeah. they're. You know, I mean, it's being marketed as the final battle. So I do think this is it for these characters. Yeah. Um, before they move on with Marvel. But two things. One, the guy that's directing it, and forgive me, I don't know his name, but he's been a big part of these movies, especially the reboots. He's been um, producer and writer. Okay. They. The reason some, most of them came back, and I'm talking like Fassbender and McAvoy and Lawrence and Holt, kind of the, the four main ones at this point, they said they would come back if he directed it. Okay. So that's essentially how we got them, because all their deals were up. They didn't have to do it. So I didn't know that. That's interesting. And I think because of the way The Last Stand handled such a, to my understanding, a pivotal part in the comics, especially yeah. of Jean Grey. Yeah. I think this one is to get it right. Now, sh- listen, they it may not go the way people want, and maybe it ends up shitty again. Yeah. I don't think it, this is going to be their last attempt no matter what. But I think trying to correct what, what they did or what they tried years ago, I think this guy having the power and having the respect of the cast to come back, mm-hmm. I think he's going to try and give everybody a good the goodbye that hopefully... Not everyone's going to love. I'm, I'm not saying that, but I yeah. think there's a real shot that, um, the franchise before it goes can redeem itself a little bit.
1: There's more of more of that passion there, more of that dedication yeah. to the to the story. And there. I
0: think it's about give or take two hours. I think that's just enough. I do yeah. know that Dark Phoenix is the story. There, that yeah. is it. There is no other bullshit going on. Which probably so for the best. I kind of like that. And I mean, how do you? how do you take these characters and wrap them up i mean i see i see it it has to be a story like this where it's not just another villain it's actually someone within that has this power but it's also personal yeah and let's not forget jessica Shastain's in it i, I don't really know who her character is but i know she's the one that kind of it's funny because she's the villain but she's not the main villain because I mean yeah. it is called Dark Phoenix yeah. for a reason. So what
1: do you what do you think it's gonna do box office numbers wise? You think it, it's know. gonna be another one of these,
0: uh I mean I think it two makes, to three
1: hundred million or do you think it's gonna In a weekend?
0: Well no, not in a weekend, yeah, I mean like that would never <laughs> happen. Maybe worldwide eventually. But no, I think it could I think it could do pretty good business though. It yeah. is still an X Men property. Yeah. So yeah, I mean you're talking about kids and like I said, even for myself, I this is I kind of do feel like this is a you know this is the last call so it's kind of like okay maybe maybe they can get it right. So yeah. um I think it'll make more than Godzilla. I mean I I could see maybe I don't know, 70, 80 million mm-hmm. something like that. Okay. I I think for X-Men as you look around, I mean, you know, I mean you got some that make over 200, I mean, look at the opening of some is over 90. I don't think it'll hit that, but I do think that maybe 70 to 80. I think there's a good chance of okay. it. I do think it'll be – I'm sure it'll be probably number one. I mean, Secret Life Pets 2 is the only thing that would challenge it. So,
1: Last question. Ultimately, who do you recast as Wolverine?
0: I'm going to I, – first, I want to go on the record and say and I really just – I just don't think it should ever be done, but I know it will be. Really, done. I do. That's I, that's I do. I mean, now I will tell you. I grew like you said. We were fourteen when X Men came out. Yeah. So, first of all, it's easy for me to say. I mean, Hugh Jackman's been everyone's only Wolverine. Yeah. Ending on Logan, I think cemented his legacy in the superhero genre, yeah. and it can never be touched. Mm-hmm. But people will say that about Batman and Batman keeps getting recast. So I yeah. know and Hugh Jackman I'm sure knows. What do you that think he's going to be recast?
1: What do you think about all this he said, she said, that that comes out. You hear it every once in a while. Oh, Hugh Jackman would reprise the role if Marvel contacted him to yeah. bring to bring Wolverine into the MCU and then you got the people at Marvel that are like, oh, no, we're not doing that. And then Hugh Jackman comes out and says, no, I never said it. But there's always that sort of little
0: yeah back and a, forth. I think when you're so much linked to a character, it doesn't matter.
1: It's inevitable. And I
0: think Marvel is such a behemoth, obviously, that who wouldn't want to? Yeah. But I truly believe Hugh Jackman made the movie he wanted to a couple years back. Am I right? A couple years.
1: Yeah. Twenty seventeen. And
0: I don't I I think it was so well received and so well done. You just put a I bow don't, on it. I don't think he would go back. Yeah. No. No matter what Marvel does. I wouldn't even make a, a cameo. Yeah. That character died in Logan and it should stay that way. But to answer your question, if Marvel, and i I know they will, if they recast him. I don't know. that's I mean, it's a tough thing because you
1: I love the idea of Tom Hardy playing Wolverine, but Tom can Hardy you do, would be a good. Can one. you do Wolverine and Venom? as venom?
0: I think that's the problem is now you've already associated. <laughs> so who do you bring? Yeah, I do agree that Tom Hardy would be a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of feel like I know this probably sounds weird, but I think if you give him the right look, I like physically and like the appearance wise, I think of like someone like John Hamm.
1: Oh yeah, okay. I, like yeah, he
0: just without changing anything. Mm-hmm. And if you go by the just the you know familiar look, yeah, I feel like someone like John Hamm could do it. John Hamm could. I don't. Pull it I, off. If you, I guess the thing is, is if they want a younger one, I kind of feel like Tom Hardy, John Hamm. They're they're too much into that Hugh Jackman age. They're,
1: they're getting So up if there, you pull yeah. it
0: back, but then I think, well, who who's in that younger one that that I mean, that could do it.
1: Robert Pattinson.
0: I mean, just like, honestly, I would say him. <laughs> I really would. Yeah. first, I mean, he's on everyone's mind anyway because he's Batman. But, um, but yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't
1: know. know. It's interesting to think about because, like you said, Hugh Jackman is almost synonymous with Wolverine. Right. To the point that it's hard to imagine Wolverine and not picture Hugh Jackman. Right. And someone else. But I
0: think that's, like, when I think back, like, I mean, I was so young when I saw Batman with Michael Keaton, but I remember that. But then, I mean, as a kid, I've seen Michael Keaton. I've seen Val Kilmer. I've seen George Clooney. And then Christian Bale came, and obviously it was a whole new thing. Yeah. But, I mean, you're talking about one guy (laughs) who's been the one character. That's it.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean,
0: they had. Not another studio hasn't even tried to recreate anything. No, like Marvel never even tried anything without no. that. So, and I would say I would be all for it if he didn't make Logan. Yeah, but because of that, I I would not do it. But I I know it'll be recast, and whoever takes it on will be. I mean, it. I feel like it will be someone we don't know. This yeah. that will be their breakout role. It's probably, probably Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Go.
1: Joseph <laughs> Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> All right, Nature Boy, any parting thoughts?
0: No. God, that was a good talk. All right. Tell Did you think we could talk about X-Men for that long? I really
1: didn't, especially because we had no itinerary whatsoever I, for this. That's true. We that's just true. sat down and hit record.
0: I think it's just our love for Logan just keep, yeah. kept us going. Yeah.
1: Well, how can yeah. our listeners get in touch with you again?
0: At SirBrandonV on the Twitter. Hashtag VixFlix for all my uh, up-to-date movie reviews and and whatever else that the movies have to offer, um, movies on Sobros Network, as well. Um, we try to break some news. When I say break some news, I'm like, you know, within an hour or two of, we, we of maybe a- finding out.
1: <laughs> we're, we're aggregates. Yeah. We aggregate news. Yeah,
0: but you know, when trailers and stuff come out and fun things like that. Yeah, um, we're there. we recently did a poll, which someone did break the tie. By the way, and we had like 19 votes, and Netflix beat Godzilla. Hmm. 37 to 32 percent and uh to what you to what you pointed out uh last week uh no nobody still no one gave a shit about ma so but uh but yeah so on twitter we 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 all about that
1: you can follow me at Stony keely follow us collectively at Sobros network facebook twitter soundcloud instagram youtube Check out SoBrosNetwork.com for all of our most recent work, Sobroshop.com for all of our most recent merch, and you can sign up for the SoBros Network Patreon mm. and receive exclusive content, premium access to the SoBros team. That's Patreon.com slash SoBrosNetwork. Until next time, for Nature Boy, Brandon Dick, you stay classy, moviegoers.
0: Mm. Nice.